Welcome to the E6 Podcast from Colonial Church, a place for candid conversations about what our church community is learning, what is going on in the world, and how it all applies to our lives as followers of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in this time. My name is Brooke, and this is episode 99. Episode 99. We hit triple digits next week. 99. I just want to sing Neunen Neunzig Luftballons, like, out of, what? for no good reason. What? Have you not heard that song from the 80s? Not, I'm sorry. Well, I don't even know what you said. What did you say? It was German. 99 <laughs> hot air balloons. Is that like 99 bottles of beer? It was like a ger- an actual German song in German. This is, never happens. In German, that was like in the American top 40 music scene. Like easily. Like uh, like like the what's the, what's the Baywatch guy's name? Uh, uh, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, like David Hasselhoff, yes. right? Yes, except that he's American, though. This is a German <laughs> band. But it was in, he did stuff in Germany, yes, though, he, right? he was a huge hit in Germany. <laughs> Hasselhoff was the man in Germany. <laughs> we just know Knight Rider. They think he's like Elvis over there. Knight Rider. It's huh? so weird. Okay. Knight Rider? Yeah. Am I not? Baywatch, Knight Rider? Yeah, I know. You know, before, <laughs> before he ran around in a scantily clad bathing suit, he... <laughs> drove was it a Trans Am or a Camaro or uh I think it was a Trans Am. Yeah. That was a long time ago. It was ago. before my time and did yours. you see did you ever see the they like tried to make a new one in like the I think I want to say it was like the early two thousands. They made it they made a I vaguely updated version. Remember they and briefly tried it. It didn't uh didn't take off. Sorry. Luftballon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Ninety nine what? Hot air balloons. Hot air balloons, not like lead balloons. Luftballon, okay. yeah. Luft Balloons. Luft is air. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. I don't know any German. I don't know much. The only German I know is literally from uh, the Cool Runnings, the movie, <laughs> because they count in, in what I assume is German. Now you're dating yourself. That's a movie from late 80s? Uh, no, it's in the 90s. Early 90s? Late 90s. The Jamaican bobsled team? Yeah. But I also watched that movie... Like, over that's one of those. And over. What would you say, Shawshank Redemption? A couple. Well, I think it was last week. Yes. You know, like when anytime this one comes on, I have to like. I don't mean to, but I just stop and I watch it. Whatever it is, <laughs> like I keep going. Like Cool Runnings is There's one. There's a of bunch those. of like, movies like that. Yeah, it's like oh well, this is on, so I guess this is what I'm doing now. <laughs> I was doing something else. It's and only now ten I'm minutes into the two and a half hour <laughs> film, but I'm not moving. That's right. Nope. I, I, I want to see what happens. I can quote every line, but I want to see what happens. Uh. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 Sorry. all the German. Ninety nine. That's pretty cool. Next 99. week, are we going to do anything special for next week's one hundredth episode? Maybe we'll take it off. We'll just not have it. We'll skip it. We'll but be, then the next week, the next week would be the hundredth. That's not how it works. Oh, you can't no. treat it like a high rise building <laughs> and skip the thirteenth floor. Maybe it's unlucky, and we just <laughs> <laughs> we just dodge it. I don't know. I say uh, we record. No, I'm. I'm just going to finish my thought. <laughs> I say we record our hundredth episode shirtless. Wow! In honor just, of just David some Hasselhoff, dudes, or? just some dudes in, in honor. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's bring it all together in um, honor of the great David Hasselhoff. Obviously, as you can tell, we um, really plan out the very beginning of the podcast. That how do we get through this the intro? This was not to, in the script. It was not. It was not. Also, script. full full disclosure: yes. it's Sunday afternoon. We we always. Well, we clearly not always, almost <laughs> always record these on Monday mornings, which it has its own challenges because yes. it's morning. It does. But I am fried Sunday after. But we usually, I mean, we take some time and we meet at the coffee shop and 
Yes, and, uh, we you gather know, ourselves. Gather ourselves, ducks in a row, however you like to say it, and then and then we come to the podcast. And yeah, I'm just I'm coming off of like three hours of sleep. You're single parenting this weekend. Yeah, which you know I've had a, a sick kid or a couple of sick kids, and and that's no big deal. But my wife, my wife and my daughter. Um, went to Chicago, Chicago, um, for uh, my daughter's birthday, and she surprised her, and she was. I you bet know, that was so. And fun. so she got to. She's she she flew in a plane for the first time, and and um, uh, she she rode on a subway, and you know, so all of these all of these things that that she she went to see the Bean, and they went up to like a, uh, I think it was the Hancock Building or something, and it's like you know a hundred fly a hundred stories up, and she's looking down like this is insane. So it's all this, these things this, that she's never. This done. is Zoe, right? No, this is Jesse. Oh, Jesse. Yeah, Sorry, Jessie. I knew that. Was yeah. Jesse's mind just blown? Yeah, yeah. Did, did so you she's get like any video footage of, of when she first told her? Uh, yeah, she did. She did a uh, she did a post and nice. Um, so so that was that's out there too. So so yeah. Uh, but the the biggest the biggest thing and when my wife comes back and uh, listens to this podcast, I will um, say yeah. No, I totally threw you under the bus. Um, my wife decided that it would be a great idea to get a puppy. Um, three weeks ago ish, and uh, and by puppy I mean like full on like we got it at like eight weeks or nine weeks or whatever is like how how quickly you can. You're supposed to wait till like twelve, I thought. I don't know whatever it is. Nonetheless, she did this right before she left town. She did. She did <laughs> twice. This is the second time she's left town since we got this puppy. Who? But in fairness, she probably pees and she poops probably all over the house. No, I'm about to say she probably potty trained the puppy totally, before she left. Totally crate trained. He uh, knows how to ring a bell to say, I need to go to the bathroom and <laughs> waits until after he does and then rings the bell and oh. says, hey, come clean this up, butler. And uh, so he, he was awake at... Um, I think just like... I, when- saw, I saw 314 this morning. And Three, then 314. Uh-huh, aye, and aye, then aye. I saw five... I don't even remember what time. I think it was five something. And then I woke up before my alarm went off because the puppy was chewing on my arm. At uh, at like six forty five, so I think just like moms forget the pain of childbirth, I'm told, and so that's why that explains why they want to yeah. have another one. Yeah, parents in general forget the right the How exhaustion of the babies. Yeah. I think I think dog owners forget <laughs> that it takes a few months with a puppy Ugh. before you're like, okay, you know what? I think they're just barely starting to get it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. So. Not a ton of sleep prior to this morning, and then uh, just with my wife being out of town, I dragged all the kids up here, and so they were they were here while I was trying to just get everything done this morning before uh, before gathering time. And well, you have texting good... me going, "Hey, uh, can we go over here? Can we do this thing? Can we do that? Dad, 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 can you hear me?" I was like, "You text me and ask me if they could hear me. Like, I don't, I don't understand this. Can you hear me?" <laughs> yeah. Been a morning already. Well, I don't have your excuses. I'm just tired. You, you know, <laughs> you have to get up and talk and stuff. It's a lot easier to come and sit down on a, behind a microphone and talk about what you talked about. <clears throat> okay. I didn't have to make it up. See? I can be helpful sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So you, how are you? How's, uh, you know, getting back in the swing of things after a week off and the slopes uh, that you didn't hurt suffered, anything. That's great. Suffered last week. It was a good time. Yeah. Um, no, it's been. I I am just glad I'm not sick. Nobody in my family sick. I know there's still some people battling that stuff. I feel 
like I'm myself again. And uh, my family got to go up to Stillwater, Oklahoma. Oh, for yeah. Yeah, that's about right. A, about a full 30, 36 hours. Saw my firstborn, who's a sophomore up at OSU. And um, just got back last night, actually. That's probably why I'm a little tired. Just road-weary yeah. from driving up and back. But How's man, Stillwater? Stillwater still there? I like Stillwater. I know you went to school there. I did, yeah. And it's... All, for a long time. It's all new discovery for me. So I just, I love small college towns. I just think there's, they're so unique, you know? Yeah. We were walking around, you know, went to several different stores and a couple different restaurants and a coffee shop. And, you know, I am literally the oldest person that I saw anywhere, mm. you know? Well, I'm sure it's also, it's probably completely different than when I was there. I'm sure. I mean, I, I haven't been to Stillwater in probably 10 years. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's it's. Changed. So I'm sure it's completely I know different. when I go back to Baylor, because I've been more recently to Baylor, and it's just radically different. Yeah, you and I went down New there. New buildings. And, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> um, I was just giving you an option. Like, I, I, I can... On that note, been there. you didn't... I, sorry. Baylor was playing <laughs> KU in basketball. Uh-huh. The last two national champions. Okay. The last two years... Huge game, number five versus number nine. Baylor's won 10 out of 11 games. We beat KU in Waco a few weeks ago. We crushed them in the first half. It was just like the Baylor OU game you and I went to. We were up by 13 at halftime, made nine three-pointers in the first half. Nice. Just had 45 points at halftime in a college basketball game. That's pretty good, yeah. Crushed them. They outscored us. We outscored them in the first half by 13. In the second half, they outscored us by 26. Oh. It was a beatdown. Wow. So, sorry. You just brought up old bad memories of going to an <laughs> OU football game with you. <laughs> that wasn't my intention. Totally. Uh, so, um, Awaken. Let's move on. Okay. So, Awaken. Awaken. We are, what, almost, uh, I guess we're two and, a half, two and a half weeks in. Yeah, we're... Um, Almost, uh, yeah, yeah. Because... you have almost three weeks. I confess, because today is our fourth out of five Sundays, talking about Gospel of John and... Right. Feels like a lot It feels like we're way into it, but we're we're really not. I mean, today... We're 19 out of 30 days So we're, yeah. yeah. By the time people are listening to this, it'll be, you know, it'll be at least the 20th or 21st or whatever. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so it seems like it's going really fast at the same time. Yes. I agree. But... Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, this week was rough for me. I think it was like like towards the weekend. Maybe it's just the weekend that was actually like I felt like it was harder to do uh, to stick with all of my stuff when my wife was because gone. you're single parenting, and it was just like, oh yeah, yeah. this yeah. is. I got I got to the end of the day, and the kids are in bed, and now I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I feel that. I I'm reminded. Um, I don't want to sound like I do this all the time, but the every time I do this, the I'm reminded again this year that uh, it's a good thing, it's it's meaningful, and I've just uh, I've got to extend grace to myself, yeah, you know, because I mean we're not robots, you know, mm-hmm. and in fact. If I can digress for a second, I'll never forget when I was on Young Life staff, there was about 50 of us, full-time Young Life staff, Christian high school ministry. Um, we're at a staff retreat, so we're like away for two and a half, three days. And we had a special guest, and he was, 
I want to say he was like 80 at the point at that point. He was just a, a young life hero, long okay. time, like a spiritual giant type, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he talked about getting up. I mean, at that point it had been like 30 years in a row, getting up every day uh, at four 30 and spending an hour in prayer and mm. reading his Bible. And he just talked about the value of it and the discipline of it and clearly just challenging all of us to do the same, you know, if not specifically like that, you know, very much like it. Yeah. And I remember somebody had the courage <laughs> to raise their hand and ask, um, how many times, you know, you said you started that in 1971 or whatever it was. That was 30 years ago, you know. How many times have you missed a day? And he looked confused. Like what's missing a day? Like not waking up at 4.30 huh. and doing it, you know. And he looked, he looked baffled and said, uh, I haven't missed any. Wow. And I instantly wanted to quit Young Life staff <laughs> and, and just go, oh, I can't. It's been nearly like, 30,000 days and you know? I have not missed one. I, I confess, I have a hard time following people like that, you know? And so I, to, bring yeah, it back, yeah. to, to bring it back to the Awaken fasting experience, I, I don't need, I'm, please forgive me, listeners who really want that in your life, because it's not me for sure, but I just, I'm almost like, it's almost worse than it's not helpful if I don't have people I look up to people I aspire to be more like that admit that if they're not admitting their own need for grace, their own failures, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so I say all that to say for me personally, I'm, I'm with you this past week was a little harder. And I think it's just cause you know, you do something long enough, you're going to stumble, you're going to get distracted um, there's been a couple of different times that there's one thing I'm fasting from that I'll, I think I even told you I'll, I'll talk about it after, but that I just forgot, mm. you know, and next thing I know, I'm like, Oh, Oh wait, Whoa, Whoa. Oh, right. I'm not, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Yeah. And you know what? I'm pretty sure the Lord is okay with that. Mm. He's not shaking his head, condemning me. You know. Well, I was going to tell you something, but now I'm not going to. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I what I do want to uh, comment on though is, um, you know, we're doing this awaken experience with seven other churches this year. There's eight of us, and uh, Ken Holsberry was one of one of the pastors uh, over at Tenth and Broad. He's he's the senior pastor, I believe, is his title over at Tenth and Broad Church of Christ. He's the one that initially brought the idea of awaken to our community. Um, yeah, a couple years ago, actually, we just jumped on the bus last year, and um, he just reached out to us, the pastors of the eight different churches, and said, "Man, why don't we get together over at MSU and pray for the the campus there?" And uh, was he alluded to um, just what's going on in national news? out in As Asbury, Kentucky. Um, actually, that's not the name of the town. The name of the school is Asbury University, I believe. It's a small Christian college, but it's in Wilmore, Kentucky. Here, here are my notes here. And as of yesterday, there had been a worship gathering or a worship service 
as of yesterday, they had been going on for 10 days without stop. Hmm. And um, I, I don't mind admitting, part of me doesn't even know what to do with that. Like, that's <laughs> not normal, yeah. you know? But even after this morning, just taking a few minutes to turn our attention to Jesus and worship him, um, I mean, I, I just, it's so cool that, that they're, at the very least, there are, are a huge number of people that just have this hunger and thirst for God. And, uh, and then even beyond that, like just supernatural happening, that, that people would be stirred up to just not even stop. People aren't going home, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which to, to connect the dots, not just to awaken for us here in our community, but um, even to connect the dots personally, I saw that Tim Wheat, who is one of our former lead pastors here at Colonial, I believe he was here in the early 2000s. Um, I think he was right after Rick Thompson. Does that sound right to you, Brooke? It's uh, before our time, I think obviously. so, but yeah, it was before my time as well. Early 2000s. But he's pastoring in the Deep South somewhere, and he drove over to Asbury University uh, just a couple days ago, he posted on his Facebook page to be a part of it and just to crash their ongoing worship time. Um, and he posted that. And then two of our own here at Colonial, Lance and Pam Spruill, jumped on his Facebook post and commented that two of their kids, if I understood it right, went to Asbury Theological Seminary there in mm. Wilmore, Kentucky. Um, back in the day, so just connecting all these dots. Back in the day when I went to I went to grad school in 96 at the age of 26 and I narrowed it down to two seminaries. I was I was in Houston at the time. I narrowed it down to Denver Seminary where I ended up going and Asbury Theological Seminary hmm. in Wilmore, Kentucky because they had they both had just phenomenal student ministry programs studying adolescence and ministering to adolescents and at the time, they were the only ones. In the, I mean, now a ton of schools do that, but at the time, they were the only ones in the country that had like master's level programs. So Asbury's always kind of intrigued me because it's. I just always thought a lot of them from a distance, and to find out that's right where this revival it's being called in the news is is going on. So, hmm. yeah, I um, don't have any connection to Asbury that I'm aware of. Or Kentucky in general. Yeah, <laughs> probably not a whole lot of connection there. How either. about Jesus, Brooke? There you go. I can connect to that. <laughs> I can connect with that. You know, in all seriousness, awaken probably means a lot of different things to different people in our city. And yet, hopefully, what what we and different denominational backgrounds and churches and parts of the city, what we can grab a hold of together is it's about Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's about listening to him. It's about uh, being a part of something bigger than just our little lower, our lowercase C church, but being a part of the, the church across the city. Um, this year, it's about motivating us, focusing us on trying to love a few people really well mm-hmm. in our spheres of influence. Mm-hmm. And so even though it means different things to different people, and it's probably the experience itself is manifesting itself differently, um, I'm so glad we're doing it, man. I just, it just seems so right this morning to hear, you know, Kennedy Belton, mm-hmm. who's 
I think she's in eighth grade now. Yeah, she's in eighth grade, praying for First United Methodist Church. You yeah. know, here we are in a closet Baptist church, uh, praying for the Methodists, and not that they would come to know Jesus, you know, and right. repent of their ways, <laughs> <laughs> but just cheering them on, you know, and their pursuit of Christ and our familial connection to them, you know? I love yeah. it. I love uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. That's one, of the, that's one of my favorite things of, of doing things like this is just like, yeah, we don't all agree on everything. We don't all do things the same way, and it's still cool to come together and say, yep. hey, let's, yep. be, let's be family here. And you know what? I, I hope, I, I, I'll add this thought too, I hope this is even downright educational, informative to our people. Uh, we had, I, I'll, I won't include his name, but we had, you know, one of my favorite guys here at Colonial Church reach out last week and say, whoa, 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 we just prayed for three Church of Christ churches that we're doing Awaken with. Man, I just looked them up online. Um, they believe that the Book of Mormon is part of their belief system, and and he's texting me this, and I'm very confused because I know that's not true. And with just a little bit of, you know, keyboard clicking, I realized that he was looking at a Mormon church called the Church of Christ. Huh. And and yes, it's Mormon, so they believe that stuff, you know? And and that is not these three Church of Christ churches in town that we're partnering with in Awaken. And they they believe in in the the essential things that we believe in, hmm. you know? And uh, with some differences, some second, I, I would call them secondary differences. And I, even in that moment, just a chance to, one, it spurred him on to kind of look around and, granted, be misinformed, but he dug a little deeper and reached out to me, and then we had a conversation, and he, he learned some things that he didn't know. And yeah. so it's easy to go through the busyness of life and not even realize what the Christians down the street are professing to believe or what we have in common, you know? Um, so. Yeah. Well, and, and then just to get into, uh, to, to get into the message, um, you know, it's been, it's been just, it's as you, as you told us, you know, leading up to the month, you know, spend some time, we're going to spend time in John, you know, mm -hmm. so to, to just to go through and be able to spend, um, you know, more focused attention on stories in John and um, has been has been really cool. And, uh, you know, I think about um, this, you know, a couple of days ago, uh, the devotion was about um, was about Lazarus. And, uh, you know, just this, some of the stories that I think we kind of after a while, I'll say, um, you know, for for those of us that have been in church for a long time, you start to glaze over and yes, um, you you oh yeah, I already know, I know the I know the 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 point of this story. Yes, I know. I know oh I know, yeah, I know, yeah, oh yeah, Jesus oh, yeah, wept. Yeah, yeah. Jesus wept. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, that. he loved him. Okay, you know, but just to spend time in it and then to go through it and um and then and then today um since it's Sunday still and uh, talking about Mary washing Jesus' feet and I've always loved this story because it seems so. Um, I don't know, so different than so many other stories, and there's so many different aspects to it that that make it, you know. And then of course, you have the 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 grumbling or the the converse, the side conversation over here going on, and um, them not understanding what's going on while we're looking at it, also not understanding what's going mm -hmm. on. And I don't know. I've just always I've always enjoyed that story, but 
um, speaking of, of wasting wasting things and and uh, I, I enjoyed your your list of things that we waste uh, you know for all the for all the gamers out there that are wasting their time there was a lot of hands that went up by the way there's a lot of gamers here at colonial <laughs> but they all like went halfway up yeah, it's like, nobody like what just courageously you? put their hand all the way up in front of their friends and family going that would be me right what are you calling me out for right now <laughs> yeah I'm a gamer okay what what uh, what have you ever been accused of wasting Brooke Ooh, wasting. Um, you know, uh, my my college experience. Um, I would say the was, whole exp- the whole the, the whole experience. Th- now, I, I <laughs> that's right. The whole <laughs> of it. I would say that it was not a waste. There was a time period where um, it was being wasted, <laughs> or at least the money that was behind it all was being wasted. And um, you know, I had to have a, a tough conversation with my parents back in the day for. Uh, you know, their, their expectations and my desires and how those very much did not meet each other. Um, I, so my, my parents are both medical. My dad was a doctor and my mom was a PA and, um, the bar was high for you to yeah, yeah, pull r- something off real high. <laughs> um, I, I dropped that bar on my toes. Um, they, uh, you know, so they had, they, they, their expectation um, I don't think that they were necessarily applying what they did and what their experience was to to what they expected me to do. You know, I don't, I, I wouldn't put that on them by any means. But also, their their understanding of what I was dealing with was not the same. Because I remember one day, my my mom and I like we we're having a heart to heart. She probably meant it as a come to Jesus, and um, to me, it came across as like a we're we're trying to get on the same level and the same playing field, understanding each other. And, and she was just like, I just don't, I just don't understand. When I was in school, I would take as many hours as you could possibly take, and they would make me not, they would not allow me to take more because I wanted to get so much done. And I was like, I take as many hours as they require me to be a full time student, and then generally drop at least one class, if not two, before you know. So it was like very opposite ends of of going to college and what that was like. So so there was a lot of conversation about. Um, you know, things that were being wasted and opportunities and the money. And then the money was not there anymore. And uh, I had to pay off my school debts because <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got cut off for, for, you know, things. So, but you mentioned, you mentioned video games, you mentioned gym memberships. Um, I, I would, I would say also the number of people that raise their hand for being a gamer, there's probably more people that could raise their hand for having a gym membership and, and being able to say, yeah, I wasted that. Oh, the, sh- the sheepish laughter when I said that one <laughs> was noticeable. Like, I think that's very painful for uh-huh. a lot of us. Yeah. 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 And of course, you know, it's difficult. It's like, it's like that I signed up for um, a free trial of whatever movie channel or, yes. you know, and I can't figure out how to turn it off and I get charged for it all the time, but yes. I don't watch it and I don't really. What was it? What was it? There was a, um, uh, there was a, a credit. Um, there was a credit company that did that. That was like you had to, you had to fill it out, and it looked like it was just you're getting a free credit score, and uh, but it turned out they were actually charging you. Oh no! The next month, and it just it was like not blatant. There was like a big lawsuit about it all, but but it's like those kinds of things. Like you, you it's 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 can you find your way to into you know <laughs> wasting some time and wasting money, wasting things that you're like oh. 
I think about the food. You know, how much food we put in our refrigerators and no doubt. Don't make it back to because they get shoved in the drawer in the bottom and I'm, I don't think oh, you oh just, I need to go through the you just vegetable made me, drawer. You made me think yes, you made me think about when I was a bachelor. I would buy like fruit and veggies and they would all go bad. <laughs> not uh-huh. not the bags of chips or the Dr. Pepper yeah, right, or right. the No, those never went bad. But the specifically the vegetables, the the lettuce, mm-hmm. stuff like that, be like, oh, this is gross. Like, yeah. And but, then I and then I go buy some more bananas. That's right. And then I wouldn't eat. I'll, I'll eat it. And then I go time. buy some I, more bananas. That's right. Okay, I didn't do it last time. I had to throw those away. This time I'm gonna do it. So were you a gamer? I have to know. I think I, that's one of those. That's you don't one of those, strike me as the type that would be a gamer. Okay, that's one of those words that I feel like I need. I need a description of what you mean by gamer well, to I don't know mean, whether or not I'm a gamer. I don't mean like Dungeons and Dragons. You know, okay, I'm not a gamer or fantasy type games. I'm okay. First, first of all, that that actually is included in yeah. gamer, but that's like a a, a a category. Yeah, underneath this broad, like you could be playing, you know, um, a football game, you know, yes. Madden or yes, NCAA or whatever. Yes, then I have spent. Many, you could play Call of Duty. Many you know, hours of my life. Were being you a gamer. were you Call of Duty guy or Halo or um, first person shooter games? I enjoyed. There was there was, was that Doom way back in the day. Oh, Doom! Good grief, that's old. I'm trying to. Um, yeah, I'm trying I, to get back to your era. That's right. That's right. Contra. Uh, I really liked. I really liked Golden Eye. Like, Golden Eye. Yeah, yeah. Golden Eye was. You the, were I think Golden that was Eye the, guy. I think that was the first like first that was, person okay, shooter. I just I nailed played, it. Yeah. Um, no, I, there was a there was a couple. It was a, what was a Tom Clancy one? There was a Tom Clancy one that I really liked. Um, I was never phenomenal at those games. I liked the you know the Mario Brothers and the yes. Mario Kart and the Mario racing Kart games on, and, and on the Nintendo you know. 64. Oh yeah, Super Mario Brothers three was. I had there was a football game on the old school Nintendo on like the that Tecmo Bowl. Uh, yeah, that. Tecmo Super Bowl was the one that I had. Yes, and uh, and the Eagles were were awesome and fun to use and and you could have uh, QB one. <laughs> they didn't have his name on there, QB1. but it was but it was Randall Cunningham, and it was like he was kind of like the Bo Jackson, like you give him the ball and nobody's going to catch you. But yeah, so I guess I would say yes, I I have I, I could be a gamer, but I also liked sports and played outside and you know because we're old and so that's what we did was go outside and play a game and ride your bikes and yeah you yeah I well I never had the cool stuff that my friends had. I was always bitter about that, but like everybody had an Atari. <gasps> Pitfall. And, and Do you I, remember Pitfall? Pitfall was the best. I loved Pitfall. I loved Pitfall. <laughs> uh, Joust? Yeah, I didn't care about that one. Okay. Sorry. Defender? Did you ever play Defender? <laughs> yeah. I used to love Defender. We're really going down old memory lane. Well, now you can go get those that like just plug straight into your now TV. Now you can and... get, like for not that much money, you can get like 500 of those kind of games. Yeah. Like who, who yeah. would have known then that for... I did love my Pennies Game Boy. on the dollar. I had a Game Boy. That was cool. Oh, I never had a Game Boy. I'm, I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. I had a Mattel Intellivision. Okay. Which was a, a, a came out same time as Atari. My friends had Ataris, of course, and I had the Mattel uh-huh, Intellivision. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not so cool. That's too bad. But the Nintendo 64 is where it all it all started happening. Yeah. Hmm. Save Good times. Us. Save us. Yes. Bring us back here. Uh, I guess let me let me go to in, in the context of the message today for us. It'll 
people will be listening to this later in the week, I, I trust. Um, what, what are your thoughts on this encounter? You said it was so different. It's not like the other miracles, the other you know, stories that we're so familiar with um, that, that we read in the Gospels. What, what does this, especially, I'm so selfishly curious, Brooke, as, as I, I think of myself, I wish Tanner was here to side with me, I think of myself as a feeler, as a romantic, or at least a wannabe romantic. Mm-hmm. It's probably not fair to call me, but anyway, I want to be romantic. Um, I'm passionate. Uh, I have all the feels, you know? And so when I picture this woman, Mary, just over the top, what I called, you know, lavish devotion. What's going through your mind? Like, I don't mean you're Judas. That's not what. That's not wow. what I mean. That's wow. not what I mean. That's not what I mean. You Pharisee with the beard and the hair growth, though. Lately, you're looking. More I'm a lot closer to him. Yes. Than, yeah. yeah. But in all seriousness, what what about that picture, that moment in time? What does that do to you? How do you integrate that into your belief system, your understanding of God, your the way you relate and interact with with the God of the universe, the way you perceive Jesus? Yeah. I think uh, that's a great question. Um, I think for a really long time, I would have tried to um, fake it, pretend it, um, or whatever, because that's what I... You know, when you read a story like that... I think I think when you in in a an, an unhealthy state or maybe just uh, immature state of of um, growth or spirituality that I would have you know thought okay I I need to be that person I need to match that um, and I think I've grown um, to be more accepting of the way that I am um, of the way that God has wired me uh, where I'm not going to be the one that's gonna um, run over and cry because I'm so overjoyed or, or whatever. Um, so I, to me, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's, that is a, as you said, lavish devotion, a, a very expressive way of, um, of her showing her love and appreciation, um, devotion. And I think in, in a, a healthy state, I would say, I love that. And it also doesn't mean that I have to be, um, I have to respond in the same in the same way. I think you can also do um, show love and devotion in the ways that you live your life and the decisions that you make and the things that you chase after, rather than just the emotional state. Yes. Not that that not that it negates the the, right. the emotional state. I don't mean right. that, but I think that for me, it's like. Yeah, that's a good. That's a great example, but also not one that I have to force myself into being. That I have to be able to see myself um, in that in that 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 way. Right. Does that make sense? No, I, I it, re- it really does. You ma- you just made me think of. I was trying to think of somebody who's just wired very differently than me. My grandpa was a farm West Texas farmer out near Abilene, mm-hmm. um, and. All signs, my childhood memories of him before he passed and, and everything I hear about him secondhand from my uncles and uh, my dad specifically, you know, he, hardest worker on the planet. Um, and he personifies to me, okay, his relationship with God was not like mine. Mm. 
he, I mean, John Wayne was his hero, right? You know, tough, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, son. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I don't even mean that disparagingly. That was just his background, yeah. his his what was modeled for him. And yet, I do remember learning that his faith in God, his interaction with Him, in a lot of ways was was believing when when Paul says, you know, do whatever you do as as if you're doing it for the Lord. Mm-hmm. So he's planting cotton and taking care of his family and providing for his boys and um so they could go to college like he never did and those kind of things. That was that was connected to his spiritual experience, you know? Yeah. Um did he write a poem? No. You know? <laughs> was he in all seriousness, was he a singer? Did he? I remember looking over at church, and he'd just be sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I love music. I sing in the shower, sing in the car. You know, I I just love music. And so I remember as a kid looking over at Grandpa, going, "What's his problem?" Yeah, you know, he, he looks, must not like this. No, yeah. And I found out. And how many times, like as a worship leader, I, you know, just on that same thing, like it's really easy to stand out and over a crowd of people, and you're singing along and yep. whatever, and it's like. Oh, they don't care. Yep. You know, or at least this section or that guy, that person over there doesn't right. obviously doesn't care what we're talking about or what we're doing. Well, one of the gifts I've probably said this even on our podcast before, um, but one of the gifts along those same lines to me has been my wife, you know. Right. Um my wife loves Jesus and her expression of that love doesn't look like mine. And case in point we closed with a song this morning, and I could have sung that for at least ten or twelve more minutes. You know, I just loved it. I love yeah. it. I'm, yeah. I'm getting teary eyed. I'm singing, and I did not look over at her today, but I could have because I have in the past. And I would say probably about a seventy five percent chance she wasn't singing. You know, because sometimes she does, but a lot of times she doesn't. And I've just learned. That has nothing to do with what's going on inside her right? or what she thinks, what mm-hmm. she believes, how much she thinks and believes it. It's just, it's an emotive thing. You know? I mean, I would even use the word feels just because the outward expression is not the feely version that yeah. you, you might put on it or yeah. that somebody else might experience. Yeah. Um, but even feels that, you know, deep down inside, you, you know, to your bones or whatever. But it's like, that doesn't change that... Um, you know, that's still you're still feeling it. It's just not expressed in the same way. Yep. So I think that's I think that's why that that story the story is you know that's that's one of the reasons I think the story is interesting. Um, you know, it's also it's also a story of somebody doing something to Jesus, and there's you know it seems like most of the stories that uh. we get about Jesus are um, from you know the the perspective of Jesus doing this to the crowd, or he's saying these things, or he's teaching these things, and he's now taking this one. Um, and saying, hey, look what she's doing to me and learn from this um, in a in a positive in a positive light. Obviously, you know, the, the, the whole crucifixion and everything at the end is things happening to Jesus, um, you know, from from one perspective. But but I don't know, it's 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 different. It's it's just a different, you know, that like I think about the woman that, that reaches out and touches the hem of his uh, his robe or whatever, right. you know, and even in that, it's still different because he's still doing something to her. She's 
you know, starting the action. So it's a little bit different, but, um, so I don't know. I, I, that just, that struck me as this, this seems different than, than the, you know, kind of the normal, the normal stories that we get from yeah. the gospels. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I, I hope I did it just as I think, I think part of me even asking you, knowing you and I are wired a lot, uh, very differently in, in some ways. I think part of my, I think, I think I'm, I'm a little bit like, ah, did I paint too much of of the emotive asp- the picture of that for people this morning? I don't think I did, uh, but that's also why I liked I liked or I tried to focus with the question: What does lavish devotion to Jesus look like? Yeah, because that's where. To Brooke James, to Carrie Jones, to right. Lauren Jones, to you know, to my grandpa, like it's going to look different. It's supposed to look different, right? Okay, so fill in the blank. What does it look like for you? What is? How do you spending your time? How are you using your money? How are you using the talents and gifts you have? What relationally? What? How do you express that? What are you commitment? teaching your? What are you teaching your kids? Yes, and the conversations yeah, yes. you have around the dinner table. And, yes. Yeah, I I think uh, you know. Uh, I, I I wrote that down. You know what does lavish devotion look like? And um, I, I mean I can't I can't tell you. No, you didn't you didn't go too heavy on the emotion side um, because it, I wasn't thinking of it in that way. And I think that's just you know maybe a way that I have grown and learned differently um, that I don't look at that now and think about. Um, oh man, am I falling down in tears? Um, you know, during a worship song, um, you know, so they, they don't, they don't, they don't equate the same thing to me anymore that, that maybe they used to. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, I just didn't, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't feel it the same way, but, um, but yeah, I think it's a great question to, to think about, you know, what does that mean? What does it look like, um, to have lavish devotion that, and, and it also not look like the same thing for each person. Yeah. Uh, a a rabbit trail for sure, but still just so fascinating to me is just thinking about the the female in a man's world aspect of the story too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know? I mean, there's there's a lot more. It's fascinating to me. Like, on one hand, the guys in the room are uncomfortable because it's expensive perfume. That mm-hmm. by itself, like, what the? Yeah. You know? And which on- I can, I can totally relate to that. I can relate to that being like, <laughs> dude, seriously, like you couldn't you couldn't have just like come on. Like there's another way we could have done, you know. <laughs> um, things that the things you, you talked about that you talked about the commercials. Yeah. Um, the the he gets the us he commercials. Gets us I don't know how many times I've just in the last week, you know, podcast here or there or whatever, but even thought the same thing for that. Like I've seen those prior to the Super Bowl, but to see it during the Super Bowl, I'm like, my brain thinks of both things. Like, wow, there's a lot of people that are going to see that, and also. God, that is really expensive. Yeah, you know, so I, I get it. I feel well, it. and they. Uh, by the way, the he gets us campaign. Um, the numbers are getting totally distorted because they did not spend. I think I saw one article said twenty billion dollars. Billions of dollars. No, yeah, they, I saw they, that. they literally spent twenty million on the Super Bowl ads. Still. But but they also have said our goal is to spend a billion one billion dollars over the course of. Not just the Super Bowl, but the course of, of many, many, many months, or maybe a mm-hmm. couple of years, or something like that. So it's a ton of money. It's yeah, a ton I, mean, of money. I don't know. I don't know how I. But also, how do you measure? Yeah. 
how do you measure effectiveness? I mean, we're really going down rabbit trail here, but how do you measure effectiveness of... But this is what they're talking about. I mean, it's literally, it's the same thing. This is what those guys are sitting there going, man, that's a year's worth of... Yeah. It's a year's worth of money that you just... You pour it out on his feet? Like, you're already going to wash his feet well, anyway, but... I probably have muddied the water because I actually don't believe it's the same thing. I think, okay. I think that in this case with Jesus, this is about worship. Yeah. This is about worshiping the king, and who is to say that can be wasteful? You know, I mean, Jesus, I think, is saying in the moment, uh, do you know who I am? Mm-hmm. This is not wasteful. Right. You know? I think that he gets us is is about effectiveness. It's about, okay, should the church spend money on this position, that position, or that position? Should the church spend money on expanding its campus buildings? Should the church spend money on heli- helicopter egg drops and um, fall festivals? Should the church... I mean, there's no like definitive right or wrong answers. It's all debatable... Different people have opinions on effectiveness. You know, um, we're gonna mail tracks out to all these strangers by the th- tens of thousands, or we're going to have a big tent revival and an event for mm-hmm. four days and invite everybody to come and hear about Jesus. Which one's gonna be more effective? Well, guess what? I mean, I have my own opinion about that, but 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 that's that's he but get, that's he gets us. But couldn't it be saying. argued that they're even doing those things because of their devotion? That, yeah. you yes. Know? Well, that's where I take solace in knowing that Jesus is about the heart. He's always about the heart, mm-hmm. and so um, I think if I mean if I go down this road, if Mary took a year's worth of wages and fed the poor. And her heart's desire was to to love well and to honor God in His commands to be generous and to share. And I think God's grinning from ear to ear. And I think if she pours perfume all over him and wipes wipes his feet with her hair and just expresses in this moment affection and devotion, I think he's grinning from ear to ear. So I think I think he cares about the heart in that regard. Yeah. That's also why I I like that John's like. He's not really concerned about the poor. He's stealing money out of the coffer already. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's all about the heart. But again, again, t- t- that's where he gets us. That's also where I'm, I said it this morning. I'm so biased. I know Randy personally. He loves Jesus like crazy. He longs for people to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, guess what? Randy's one of the most heavy burdened people I know about the poor. Mm. <laughs> like he he can't stand the church doing nothing but talk and not living out you know generosity and kindness and compassion. Yeah. And so it's 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 downright ironic for me to hear somebody criticize he gets us for being wasteful when for Randy it's both and. For Randy it's like no, I'm I'm having my neighbors over again while you close the garage door behind you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I want to be a part of this national campaign that's challenging people's distorted image of Jesus. Sure. Like he I love that about I'm making this about my friend Randy, but that's where I'm like it's about the heart. It's yeah. about motivation behind yeah. it. You we can argue effectiveness all day long. Right. All day long. Maybe it's better to give homes to 1500 homeless people. I don't know. I don't know. But 
I love that this to me this is one more area among a thousand for us to be reminded that God just he wants our hearts there's so much room for the expression of our love for him and the way we live out our faith and I think we just get trapped into thinking this is the way this is the one way I can express devotion this yeah. is the one way that this is what faithfulness looks like mm-hmm. therefore all these other people are doing it wrong right and this is the only way this I is think, the true way yes and I think John 12 right here just says eh maybe not hmm. now Jesus did say now all of you go do likewise he didn't say that he just he just basically said this is awesome mm-hmm. and then he commanded us to do a bunch of other things so there's not it's not the way yeah yeah, I I just think it's a it's an it's an interesting story that's that to me has a different I don't know a different feel to it than than some of the other ones and um and then of course you know as you talked about the hindsight being twenty twenty and being able to see oh this is what Jesus meant by that you know oh she was she was anointing him for burial and they're all looking at him like what yeah. What do you mean? Well, shoot, she probably was like, I'm sorry, I'm what? <laughs> yeah, right, right. She was like, oh, I thought I was washing your feet <laughs> with my hair and my and my cologne. You know, but... you, you said this at the beginning of our conversation about how for any of us that go to church for long enough, there are stories that just get stale mm-hmm. or they just they lose their their uh, their beauty or their wow factor, you know? And in the same way that, you know, Lazarus resurrection can be like, oh yeah, 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 or or even this story of which is which is ridiculous, which is ridiculous in and of itself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but in the same way, I think we take for just like we take those th- stories for granted we're familiar with. We take for granted that we get hindsight. Yeah. <clears throat> like, what about all the people who lived in the time on the history timeline before Jesus, mm-hmm. and what they were left to make sense of and um what about i mean that's a lot of faith and trust right there a lot yeah we think we think it requires a lot of faith and trust (laughs) on our part now are you kidding me yeah what about people who after jesus after the incarnation after the the crucifixion the resurrection after the gift of the holy spirit and still centuries before the printing press mm-hmm. and access to the firsthand accounts of the gospels and you know i mean oh my goodness what like i i this this is the way my weird head gets sometimes is i'm like what if i would was would go back in time to like the crusades or back to the the dark middle ages or pick a time where oh my goodness this is so off the heart of the gospel. Oh my goodness, this is not congruent with scripture. And I'm showing up going, no, 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 no. But it says that, 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 and they're all looking at me like, what are you talking about? What do you mean it says? What do you mean it says? Like, where, how do you know? Yeah. Where, where are you come on? You know? And yet that's the gift we have today mm-hmm. of not only where we are on the timeline, but also, I mean, now it's on my phone. Right. And I can look up the original Greek. Yeah. 
and not not have to speak Greek, by the way. How just many, how many at, different languages? And, oh my goodness! I you know I think I'm going to read this in eight different English translations <laughs> just because I can. Yeah. You know, like the things we take for granted. I think it's amazing. I, but I also love the context. Like, and we talk about this repeatedly. You know. The context of of this makes it mean so much more yeah. than like and and I think I feel like I I you know whether or not it was just the the um the 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 area that we grew up in or the church that we grew up in or whatever or or just my lack of paying attention because we were there all the time but like I don't feel like I gathered all of the real context of so many stories that was like. I didn't understand why that was significant. Mm. I only, I just knew it was significant because it was in the Bible, mm. you know. But to know, like, to think about even, you know, whether whether her hair being let down and, and her using her hair to wipe her, wipe his feet has to do fully with that that women did not let their hair down and nobody would see that except for the, um, you know, the groom. Um, I, I don't know, but the fact that that's real and there makes it still significant. Yeah. I don't have the right answer, but still it's like, man, but without no that context, I don't know that. And you know what? On that note, um, I don't, I hope this is, this is not meant to be discouraging or a punk move on my part. Um, I, I want to encourage, I want, you know, if everybody is, um, is, is let everybody who wants to follow Jesus, everybody who wants to better understand Christianity, understand who God is, all those things. If you're left to waiting for someone like me to explain it to you, or better, better, let's aim higher, waiting for some expert who speaks Greek and Hebrew and understands historical, cultural context. Mm-hmm. And if we're all waiting for that. Guess what? That's where we used to be a long time ago. You had to you had to depend on the preacher, the priest, the the person who could read because you can't, the person mm-hmm. with the written scriptures that because you didn't have them. Guess what? That's not where we are now. Not not here in Wichita Falls, Texas, in twenty twenty three. We have it all at our fingertips. And so I want to say to everybody listening, what does it look like for you to become a student of scripture? Yeah. Guess what? You don't have to go to seminary. You don't have to... There are books to, to be read on just basic biblical hermeneutics. That's the fancy word of, of interpreting Scripture. There are commentaries online that are free now. Yeah. You know, some of, the, some of the best ones, you know, I had to purchase or something. But, oh my goodness, more and more, those are becoming available online for free. Uh Google is not always right. But guess what? Google puts at our fingertips really smart people. That's the, that's the best spin on on the internet is we at least have access now to really smart people that know things we don't. And so I just want to encourage anybody listening who thinks, well, I can't understand the Bible. Well, the stuff that Lauren said today about women not letting their hair down and things like that— it, I didn't know that. I didn't know what nard was. Well, guess what? <laughs> Read the English translation of the scriptures. The New Living Translation, I think, still is is one of the best ones that you can put in front of you. And look things up along the way. Mm-hmm. That there there are there are study Bibles that even have tons of footnotes and reference points. And I just I just want to encourage. Don't wait. For, oh my goodness, aim higher. Don't wait for Lauren. You know. Yeah. Um, 
I don't. I don't wait for right. somebody smarter than me to come around. I just I I just open up books and I yeah. get on the internet and I talk to people and and it's part of you know trying to live your life as a learner. Yes. And not assuming that you know everything. Yes. You know, like yes. I I think. It, that was that was one of the favorite the my favorite things over the last say I don't know five six years or whatever is just saying you know what I I'm curious about this and so I'm gonna go seek it out and find this and and be like okay what does that what does that mean okay oh there's more context to this great well what does that mean okay can you do that for every <laughs> for every story in the Bible for me now please because I need all of this like it's just you know it's like there's so you're right there's just so much out there that. Mm that gives you so much better view. And even if you don't, even if you take it as a grain of salt and you just understand that this is a different perspective, that somebody else sees this differently or interprets this differently, yep. you know, like gather the information and make it decide, make, make a decision based on what you understand of the scriptures. Um, you know, just like you said uh, in, in the, in the teaching today, you know, like how is this consistent with the rest of the Bible, the rest of what we know of Jesus and his teachings and, or, or do we just assume that, oh, yeah, no, he really didn't care about the poor because right. he said this one thing that one time <laughs> right. that we, mis- we misunderstand where every other time he means this and yeah. somehow this negates that? But I don't know. I, I will also add one other layer. This is why we do it together. Um, it's not enough by ourselves yeah. to find the really smart people to lean into. When we're in community trying to understand Scripture— nothing but good things happen because there's accountability when we, you know, jump off into some weird spot, when we misunderstand, like, like in today's passage, Oh, he must not be for the poor. Where if you're in community, if you're doing life with some other people who are also students of scripture, somebody in that, you know, that circle is going to go, Whoa, 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 Whoa. You know? And that's why um, I forgot one of my favorite teachers, Bruxy Cavey a long time ago, said he's a Canadian guy and he said um, that scripture is meant to be interpreted and understood in community and I really believe that uh, because yes the Holy Spirit can work in an individual yes really smart individuals can can learn and, and grow but I just think we exponentially experience something better when we're doing it in community so well, I think it's a great place to wrap it up. I like it. We could keep talking about community, and I mean, I, I love the uh, the contrast of of Mary and Judas. I thought that was really interesting. Um, it just, I think that's another one of those that we kind of glaze over really quick because we know where Judas ends up. Um, you know, you you have the hindsight, but um, yeah, I, I mean. It's a it's an interesting story to say the least. So, uh, what what can we look forward to? Um, Let's see. We have we have one more week of awaken, correct? Yes. yes. One more week of 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 teaching, as far as awaken goes. We still have like a what a, what, a week and a half, two two weeks. We have eleven days left. That it, man. Yeah, week and a half. Yeah, it's going fast. Apparently, yeah. Next Sunday, I I did not say a word about it. Tanner didn't either. But we know what's coming next Sunday. Next Sunday is going to be actually the next two Sundays are going to be awesome because in two weeks we're doing come to the table chili cook-off, it's just going to be uh, not just a new teaching series, but I, I think even more fun and, and better. It's just a chance to feast together, be, be church family together. That's in two weeks. 
Next Sunday, though, the uh, 26th of February is going to be a party of a different kind. Yes. And I don't want to spoil it. We're just going to celebrate the heck out of some things God's doing. And um, even our gathering experience, the time together we we spend in the auditorium is going to be a little different. So um, come with some sense of anticipation on Sunday. Interesting. It's very interesting. Excellent. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's a good time. Aren't you one of the pastors here, Brooke? I feel like sometimes I get left out of conversations. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Okay, awesome. Well, we will uh, we will keep going here with with Awaken and um, the celebrate celebratory things over the next couple of weeks, and uh, look forward to a lot of that. So. This has been the E6 Podcast from Colonial Church. You can always get more information about Colonial at colonialchurch.com or from the App Store. You can download our app. Did you know we have an app? We do. App Store, Google Play Store. You can download it. You probably don't have it. I'm still singing 99 Sig Luft Balloon in my head (laughs) an hour later. That's right. And we take that balloon down and we pass it around. And then there's only 98, 98, right? That's bottles of beer. That's totally different. I, I didn't know. Maybe, you know. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, send us your questions. Send us your thoughts. Uh, podcast at colonialchurch.com. That's our email. Thank you for listening, and we will pick up our lead balloons and...